pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. This is a case that will live in infamy, regardless of the verdict, for years to come. And in the last days, more information about the brutal shooting of a young man in the prime of his life. Why? Because of hatred, prejudice, bigotry. As the mother of twins, now 13, including a boy, the thought that someone would follow him as he is jogging in their vehicle like they were hunting, loaded with weapons, and shoot my son? But according to the facts, as we know them now, that is what happened to Ahmad Arthur. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. All across the country, people are watching this case, waiting for justice. Take a listen to this. Communications operator says. There's a guy in the house right now. It's a house under construction. Okay, do you know? Do you have your address or the other, that house's address? Uh, right at, uh, 219 or 220, Cecilia Drive. And you said someone's breaking into yeah. it right now? No, it's, it's all open, it's under construction. And he's running right now. There he goes right now. Okay, what is he doing? He's running down the street. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I'll get them out there. I just need to know what he was doing wrong. Was he just on the premises and 
been caught on the camera a bunch before at night. Kind of an ongoing thing out here. The man that's building the house has got heart issues. I think he's not going to finish it. Okay, that's fine. And you said it was a male in a black t-shirt? A white t-shirt. Black guy, white t-shirt. And he's, he's done back runs. He's done runs back into the neighborhood. You're hearing the 911 call, and at this moment, Ahmad Arbery is still alive. And it sounds like the guy is talking about an animal. He's running. Look at him. Like, I, I don't even understand what that has to do with the 911 call, but let's hear more from the 911 call. Listen. 911, what's the address of emergency? Uh, I'm out here at Silver Shores. There's a black male. Running down the street. Satilla, where, where, where at Satilla Shores? I don't know what street we're on. It, stop right there. Is it? Stop. Trailer. Sir, hello, sir. Sir, where are you at? You can hear him screaming at Amard Arbery to stop right there. And of course... Ahmaud Arbor keeps running with me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again in the last day. Significant advances in the case have occurred. Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, and star of a brand new hit series, Poisonous Liaisons on True Crime Network, Joseph Scott Morgan, death investigator, psychoanalyst joining us from Beverly Hills, on Insta, Dr. Bethany Marshall, Lee Merritt, renowned lawyer, joining us. Lee Merritt, ESQ for Esquire.com, representing the mother of Ahmad Arbery, who is with us now, Wanda Cooper Jones. In the last hours, there has been not only a bond hearing to let the shooters out of jail, that's the point of a bond hearing, but a preliminary hearing as well, where we learn a lot. But I want to go first to Ms. Cooper-Jones. Ma'am, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You know, Ms. Cooper-Jones, just playing that 911 call, there was a reason I would always play it for juries, because it takes you back to the moment of the incident but I hated playing it, knowing you were listening. But I bet you've heard it before. What comes to your mind when you hear these guys ordering your son, who's out jogging, to stop? Um, it's very heartbreaking um, to know that when those calls are being placed in a mall, it's actually still alive. Um, it just breaks my heart. You know, Ms. Cooper-Jones, I always wonder about the murder of my fiancé many years ago, Keith. He was shot five times in the back, the face, the neck. I wonder what he endured in the last moments of his life. I wonder about what was he thinking, what was going through his mind as this happened. Do you wonder that about Ahmad? Every day. Um, every day. Um, it's, it's very hard to think that he, he was clueless on what was about to happen. 
I mean, Amon had, had began doing laundry before he went out for his job. And when I returned home, his, his clothes were still in the dryer, and he had clothes also in the washer where he anticipated coming back and, and finishing his laundry, not knowing that he would never return. I'm just taking in what you're telling me and thinking. You know, the shooters described him being in a house that was under construction. And I've been exactly to this neighborhood and this scene. When we were growing up, we were in such a rural area, Miss Cooper Jones, that when somebody would build a house, it was, you know, a wonderment. And we would all go in the house and, you know, the, the construction of the house and look around and say, oh, this is going to be their bedroom, and this is going to be the entryway, because it was open, and we could go in there and see the house being built and never really thought anything of it. Mm-hmm. When you first got the news that Ahmad had been shot, what happened? How did you discover what had happened? Um, I was actually uh, in Waynesboro, Wyoming. On today, I'm lying on the couch with my mom. My mom was sitting in her recliner. I was lying on the on the couch, um, and I got a, a call from a from a unknown number. And I answered the call, and there was the investi- the investigator who identified himself as a member of the um, Glen County Glen County Police Department and told me I had been involved in a in a burglary. Well, wait, wait, wait. So I'm sorry. Did you just say? You were told your son had been involved in a burglary? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And then he said, um, in the midst of the burglary, um, Amal was confronted by the homeowner. And unfortunately, um, there was a fight over the weapon and Amal was shot and killed. And he had only been out of the house how long? Um, I wasn't there because I had traveled that weekend, so... I'm not. I'm sure he wasn't gone that long because my neighbors told me that they saw him prior to leaving the house. And then it was a long before they was told that he was shot and killed. So he wasn't gone there very long. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought. In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off 
select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We are talking about the sudden and upsetting death of a young man in the prime of his life, the apple of his mother's eye. To this day, we're wondering why. What happened? Why did Ahmad get chased down and shot? With me is his mother, Wanda Cooper Jones, her lawyer, Lee Merritt, and an awesome panel to make sense of it all. In the last days, there has been a bond hearing to let the shooters out of jail. That was their wish, as well as a preliminary hearing. I want to go now to Miss Cooper Jones's lawyer, Lee Merritt. Lee, you're a, a veteran trial lawyer. A preliminary hearing is really a field day for the defense because at a prelim, it's simply the state putting up enough evidence to get the case bound over for trial or bound over, sent to the right court. Should it be a shoplifting? Should it be a misdemeanor? Should it go to felony court? But it gives the defense the opportunity to explore and test the state's witnesses that they normally don't have prior to trial. Mr. Merritt, what did you learn from the preliminary hearing? Yeah, it's often the closest thing to a deposition that you'll get in criminal court. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you that this uh, preliminary hearing, the judges remarked on this a couple of times, it produced such a voluminous record uh, because this was an extensive preliminary hearing. Uh, We learned uh, not only um, about you know, some of the ongoings in that community, that, that there were um, a group of men who decided uh, to patrol essentially the community, that they were um, organized through a, a Facebook internet group, um, that they were uh, getting some advisement, at least from the Glen County Police Department. And in a lot of ways, the Glen County PD were deferring to these men for uh, for safety concerns in the community, but not really safety concerns. I guess I should say property concerns. Uh, but, be, but beyond that, we also learn um, about Gregory and Travis McMichael um, and their the racist motivation uh, for their uh, not only accusation of Ahmaud Arbery, but ultimately their um, their decision to accost him with William Brody Brian and um, and. His last moments. Well, I learned a lot from the hearing. And whether this case is about racism or not, this, if the facts as we know them are true, this is a clear murder one with multiple perpetrators pursuing an unarmed individual who has not been proven to have committed any wrongdoing. And even if he had been in a home under construction, even if he had taken something, which, let me be clear, he did not, 
even cops can't chase down a fleeing felon from a burglary and shoot them dead. No. The person you're chasing has to present a threat that they're going to hurt you or somebody else. This guy was out jogging for Pete's sake. But I learned something very, very disturbing. Take a listen to Kelly Wiley, WJXT4. During the hearing, Greg McMichael's wife and Travis's mother took the stand. So did Greg McMichael's doctor and a slew of Travis's longtime friends. Several of the witnesses say they would be willing to put up their own property as collateral for bond for the former Coast Guard member and father. But the state had questions for one of Travis's longtime friends. Do you recall that text exchange between you and defendant Travis McMichael in which he was talking about shooting a black with gold teeth that had a high point 45? He was referring to a raccoon. The next day, Judge Walmsley said he was concerned testimony from the witnesses was biased. Uh, I have to comment on the record. What I found to be an absolutely indefensible explanation from one of the witnesses. What he is talking about, and Mr. Lee Merritt, the lawyer for Ms. Cooper Jones, Ahmad's mother, and Wanda Cooper Jones, they're both with us. So, I hate to even say it out loud because it's so hateful. So tell me, Lee, one of the shooters send a text after Ahmad has been shot stating that he, he texted about shooting a black C-O-O-N with gold teeth. And then later had someone state that he was referring to a raccoon? That's right. Do I Am I understanding this right? And, and that is self-described as Travis, the shooter's best friend, a childhood friend. They grew up together, and they went on hunting expeditions together. And so, I mean, this has been the narrative uh, that has been most prominent about the murder of Ahmad, that it appeared that these men were out hunting, something that hunters do uh, as they brag about what they did. They they share pictures of it. They take video. Um, and this is what he was doing. He was sending a text describing killing a black coon with gold teeth, uh, high point 45 in Newports. Uh, it was really, really disturbing. Uh, it, it shocked me when I heard it on court, and I appreciate it. The judge took a moment when denying the bond hearing to say, if this was the best character witness that you could call for Travis, and he lied, of course, about what he said. Oh, actually, we were describing a raccoon. We were being facetious. I doubt the young man knows how to spell that word. But that, that's what he offered as an explanation. Ms. Cooper Jones, were you in the courtroom when this testimony occurred? I was. What it must be like to hear people bragging about shooting your son and referring to him as an animal with gold teeth. Mm -hmm. And this is after the shooting, which if the facts are as we believe them to be, as we know them to be at this time, shows absolutely no remorse at all. He is making fun of Ahmad. Again, it just showed me that they didn't value um, Ahmad's life at all. Ahmad wasn't wasn't human and again I hate to keep saying that it breaks my heart but it, this case really breaks my heart over and over again
What led you to be in the courtroom throughout the hearing, Ms. Cooper Jones? Um, when I, the day that I laid Amat to rest was the 29th of February. My last words to Amat was, you know, I will find out what happened. And with telling Amat that, I think it's my duty as mom to be in the courtroom each time Amat's name is called. And that's what I plan to do. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, It Can, a collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We were talking about the recent legal events in the case of Ahmaud Arbery, who was shot dead to... Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com, investigative reporter. For those that are not familiar with the case, please give me a uh, description of what happened the day Ahmad Arbery, just 25 years old, was shot dead. So, Nancy, this is in Brunswick, Georgia, Glen County, a clo- coastal community, very beautiful. And in that neighborhood is Centilla Shores, residential, large oak trees with Spanish moss draping down them. It looks peaceful, but what happened February 23rd was not. Uh, Gregory McMichael, he's 65 years old. He called 911. He says a man walked around a house that was under construction, and he was running away. And as he was on the phone with 911, he and his son, 34-year-old Travis McMichael, jumped in a pickup truck armed with guns and chased him. And another man, William Rody Bryan, followed him. And that man, William Bryan, actually videoed this pursuit of this unarmed Ahmed Arbery. And we know that it was caught on video 
They caught up with him in their vehicle. Uh, Travis McMichael got out, tried to confront him. Ahmed Arbery tried to run away. They're outside of the phone camera's view. You hear arguing, and then you hear gunshots, and Ahmed Arbery is shot dead. He was shot twice in the chest, Nancy. And you know what's very disturbing is that William Bryan said after Travis McMichael shot Ahmed Arbery, as he was on the ground dying, he muttered the words effing inward. You know, Lee Merritt, you tried a lot of cases, as have I. Is there ever a moment in court where you just stop still? Just almost like it hits you in the face, the hate and the perversion people have toward each other. I mean, or, or are you just used yeah. to it by now because you've sought, you fought so many racial battles. Is it just like water off a duck's back to you? Because it's still just, it, it actually makes me feel sick to my stomach to hear about the hatred people have toward each other. It was that moment in court when uh, Travis Michaels co-defendant explained what he said to Ahmad as he lay dying on the ground. And, and you're right, I've, I've seen a lot of deaths. Um, unfortunately, the vast majority of the families that I work with have had a loved one killed to violence or hatred. And you can become numb to it, but it's, it's, it's the evil behind those words in that moment. A young man, for whatever reason, that he, he may have justified in his head was dying in front of him, and he only wanted to heap one last insult on him as he left this earth. It, it, broke, it broke my heart, and it snapped something inside of me, honestly. I... I'm... I, I'm, I like to hold my composure because I know families need that from me. They do. And I could not in that moment. You know, Lee, there were times in court when we'd be on a, we'd get a recess for whatever reason. And I would tell the victim's family, just wait right here. I'll be right back. And I would go to uh, run up the stairs. Nobody ever uses the stairs in the courthouse. They all use the elevator. I'd run up the exit stairs, one floor up to the ladies' bathroom and go in the furthest stall and just get it together. Yeah. And go back down to the courtroom so I, like you, in court, would appear strong for them because that is what they need. They don't need you falling apart. They don't need you giving in to the hate that's being heaped upon this young man. Uh, we learned a lot. Joseph Scott Morgan with me, renowned death investigator. What do we learn about Ahmad's injuries? And what I'm getting at specifically, Joe Scott, is to show that Ahmad was not the aggressor in any way. I already know he's on foot, he's unarmed, and he's being chased by a vehicle, by a group, by two men and a videographer, for Pete's sake, trailing. I already know that. Yeah. But what can you yeah. tell me specifically about the autopsy? Uh, well, the autopsy is, uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, I think that it's, it's very fortunate in the sense that it's performed by one of the most renowned forensic pathologists in the country, Dr. Edmund Donahue, who was 
who's now in Savannah as the former chief medical examiner in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he did a very thorough job. And let me just, uh, so folks understand, because there's some uh, uh, confusion here relative to these horrible comments that were made in the past about the high point. Uh, Ahmad was killed with a shotgun, Nancy. This is, and this is what is so egregious and striking about this. This is not like someone has, ha- is using a concealable pistol in their pocket. And they pull it out. This is a long gun that they're literally chasing him down with. And you can hear the shots being fired on the video. We've all seen this, unfortunately. Uh, Ahmad sustained two, uh, what Dr. Donahue is referring to as two shotgun wounds. And these are both fired at close range. And when you take a look at the videography here, you can get an idea for the range. It's They closed on him. The individual with the shotgun closed on him, and the muzzle is literally pointed. If folks at home will just imagine the left side of their chest, okay? He sustained one that was kind of in center mass, like right over your sternum, slightly to the left, and another that's like superior to the left breast area. And it left him with these large, large shotgun pellets. It's actually buckshot contained within his body. And when Donahoe talks about this, he talks about this from the perspective of that it is close range. This is not like you're firing at a glo- uh, at a great distance. Nancy, the ammunition that was used in this case, the reason it's called buckshot is because it's uh, it was originally designed so that hunters could use it to kill deer with bucks, okay? And so he was actually hunted down in the street and shot at close range with a very, very powerful weapon. Hold on. Before you go any further, you brought something up in my mind to Mrs. Cooper Jones. This is Ahmaud Arbery's mom. When, you know what I think? I think, Ms. Cooper Jones, if it had not been for that video emerging, there would have never been a prosecution. As the days and the weeks passed and nothing happened after Ahmaud was shot, What was going through your mind? Had you accepted that there would be no prosecution? Were you just so heartbroken after his death you didn't care? What was going through your mind at that time before the video emerged? I knew that I had to, um, I knew that I had to pull myself together to find out what, what exactly happened. Once I learned um, from the local newspaper later that week that Ahmad was chased down and the, the newspaper article stated that um, there was two or more men standing over the deceased man and there was two or more weapons involved. I knew that something shady had happened and I knew that I really had to, to push to see what really happened. And that's what I did. Lee Merritt, you know, I'm so used to angry people, angry victims' families, as they should be, angry cops, angry witnesses. What's it like to have a lady like Miss Cooper Jones as your client so calm, so articulate, so almost the she's an example. For everybody else. That's really rare. I mean, 
You've got to get in there and you've got to be the bad guy. You've got to be the tough. You understand, of course, right? Right. She's so mild-mannered and so soft-spoken. Yeah. I, you know, you, it, that's rare, right? Yeah, and it and it's and I tell her this um, at this last hearing, uh, she saw that video, or at least a portion of the video, for the first time that we have mm. all now seen. And I, I'm sure hearing the injuries described after watching that video, and she she couldn't sit through it. Um, Amaya was exceptional for a number of reasons. She raised an exceptional son, um, and it's because she's an exceptional woman. And it's it's it hurts to even have her revisit it. But the strength that she displayed was displayed in her son, her son even in his last moment as these men set upon him and he fought for his life. I know uh, she takes a great deal of solace and uh, it reminds me of how hard we have to fight. Her legal team has to fight and the people um, who are standing up for her uh, because he fought to his, his, his last moment. And he fought bravely. Um, and she just exudes so much power, dignity, and respect. Um, I want her to know that she can she can set her armor down for a moment and begin to heal as, as the people that she's entrusted to, to take on this fight. I will fight and continue to fight uh, for her until we have some semblance of justice. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. And a bond hearing. These perps want out on bond. Let me just cut the chase. They didn't get a bond. They're not going to get out. But I want you to hear 
from the defense in this case, hear what they are saying. Take a listen to our friends at K, excuse me, WJX TV News 4. Defense teams for the McMichaels saying the McMichaels didn't follow Arbery because of his race, but out of concern for their neighborhood. This case isn't about race, Your Honor. This case in the indictment is about whether or not the private citizen's arrest law and the justification statutes allowed Greg McMichael to do what he chose to do that day for the sole purpose of defending his family and his property and his community. The judge in the case denied bond for both McMichaels, saying the video shows a significant risk and threat of danger. As Greg McMichael put us Mont's mother says she's relieved the two will stay in jail. Today was a good day. Defending family, property, and community, they were chasing a guy in a vehicle and he's running on foot, unarmed. You know, to you, Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst, joining me out of Beverly Hills, not about race. Nancy. Not about race. They texted after that they shot a black C-O-O-N. I'm not even going to say it because I don't want my children to ever think their mother uttered such a thing with gold teeth. How can this not be about it's? Actually, it's about hate. That's what it's about. Pure hate. And Nancy, not only is it about race, hate, malice, it's predatory. We use that term so many times in society, but predatory means cold-blooded, without remorse, that there's kind of a thrill of the hunt. You know, I, I, this sounds like they're talking like hunters talk. If you've ever talked to a hunter, somebody who likes to shoot, you know, elk or deer or something like that, they love to tell very long stories about like, I, I sat in the stand and then I was looking all day, you know, out at the deer and then the buck came here and then I looked him in the eyes and there's a lot of methodical planning to kill their prey and there's great delight there's a thrill um and i'm i'm sorry to say this with the family members on the show but i think that these two father and son murderers were hunters but they were hunting a human being instead of an animal and they equated a human being to an animal and then they bragged afterwards like you're bragging about a trophy like somebody who holds up, you know, goes on safari in Africa and then then shoots photos of um, a lion or, 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 you know, sitting on top of an elephant and how thoughtless and cold-hearted it is. So I, I don't know, we can say racism, malice, hate, but it's also equating a human being with an it or an animal. And Ahmad was so beautiful, 25 years old, jogging through a neighborhood. I've listened to so many stories about his life. I know that on his sports team, he would help the other members. He helped the coach. This was a high school student, a sibling, a son, a beloved member of the the community. And all he was doing was looking after his health. 
that's all he was doing. Just the thought that they would send these texts back and forth, basically laughing about shooting Ahmad. This is a case that has brought down a district attorney. Take a listen to our Cut 17. It's Kelly Wiley at WJXT News 4. Voicemail to the district attorney. State prosecutor Jesse Evans played a voicemail Greg McMichael left for current district attorney Jackie Johnson after his son shot Ahmad Arbery. Johnson is his former boss. He worked in her office for more than 20 years as her investigator. The shooting was technically hers to prosecute before it was handed to a new district attorney. Jackie, this is Greg. Can you call me as soon as you possibly can? Um, uh, we're, um, my son and I have been involved in the shooting and uh, I need some advice right away. Please call me as soon as you possibly can. The state said they were not suggesting the district attorney help McMichael or called him back. Johnson recused herself from the case three days after the shooting, but not before calling another district attorney who agreed to accept the case. To you, Lee Merritt, this is Ms. Wanda Cooper Jones's lawyer, no stranger to a courtroom. What happened to that DA, the one that took that, that message? In the last election cycle, DA uh, Jackie Johnson was voted out of office. To add to that, she is under uh, federal investigation for corruption and for her role in covering up the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. As you know, the men went for almost 73 days without facing any arrest. No arrest, no nothing. Slowly, slowly, the case is progressing to you, Mr. Merritt. The case is now going to be tried in, I believe, Cobb County. Is that correct? It's being handled by the Cobb County Attorney's Office or, or DA's office. Uh, the venue is still up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. I want to go back to Ms. Cooper Jones. This is Ahmaud Arbery's mom. Could you just share with me your most vivid memory of Ahmaud growing up? Um, I have, well, I have so many because I've gone through them. More than once, but um, I was angry with the mod one day. He had done something at school, and he comes in, and you know, I'm giving him some, giving him some, you know, some some good words of advice, but he really didn't think so at the time. And you know, he just he's just sitting at the dining room table. He's just staring at me, and he's just staring at me. He's not saying anything. He's just staring because he's staring at me because he wants me to look in his direction so he can smile. Because he knows if he smiles at me, you know, if I'm angry, I'm not going to be angry anymore. And I just remember him sitting there just staring. And I was, I'm trying not to look at him because I know that's what he's trying to do, but I couldn't help it. And I looked at him and there he was at the dining room table. He just looking at his mama with a big old smile on his face. And then we ended that, that, that little talk when we got on to something else. But he would do little things like that because he knew, I mean, he knew that. And I'm looking yeah. at him right now, and this must have been his graduation photo. He looks like he's got on a tuxedo, and he's got yeah. that smile, those big brown eyes. It looks like he's looking right at me when I'm looking at him. Yeah. I it's, remember that day. We drove him to Jacksonville to have those, those photos taken. And he was in such a hurry because he wanted to get back to Brownsville to go to the team center. He was in such a hurry that day because he got to get back by a certain time to go to. They had a local team center that he he liked to attend every Saturday, and he was in such a big rush. 
Miss Cooper Jones, please know that people all across the world are lifting you up in prayer and Ahmad as well. Please know that. Well, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I want to say thank you guys. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the prayers. They're very much appreciated. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.